Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Numbers 4. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray that as we read about these things, we would understand more of the symbols you were using in your tabernacle to express the spiritual realities. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Numbers 4. Yahweh spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, Take a census of the descendants of Kohath from the midst of the descendants of Levi, according to their clans and their families, from thirty years old and above up to fifty years old, everyone who comes to the service to do the work in the tent of assembly. This is the work of the descendants of Kohath in the tent of assembly concerning the holiness of the sanctuary. When setting out the camp, Aaron and his sons will go and lower the curtain of the covering and cover with it the ark of the testimony. They will put on it a covering of fine leather, and they will spread a cloth of perfect blue over it, and they will place its poles. And over the table of the presence they will spread out a blue cloth, and put on it the plates, dishes, and libation bowls, and the pitchers of the libation, and the bread of continuity will be on it. They will spread over it a scarlet cloth, and they will cover it with a covering of fine leather, and they will place its poles. They will take a blue cloth and cover the lampstand for the light source, its lamps, a pair of its tongs, its small pans, and all the vessels of its oil with which they attend to it. They will put it and all its vessels inside a covering of fine leather and put it on the carrying frame. Over the altar of gold they will spread a blue cloth, and they will cover it with a covering of fine leather and place its poles. They will take all the vessels of the cultic service with which they serve in the sanctuary and put them on a blue cloth, and they will cover them with a covering of fine leather, and they will put them on the carrying frame. They will remove the fat-soaked ashes from the altar and spread a purple cloth over it. They will put on it all the vessels with which they serve, the firepans, forks, shovels, and bowls, all the vessels of the altar. They will spread on it a covering of fine leather, and they will place its poles. And when Aaron and his sons have finished covering the sanctuary and all the vessels of the sanctuary, when the camp sets out, the descendants of Kohath will come after to carry these, but they must not touch the sanctuary, or they will die. These are the load of the descendants of Kohath in the tent of assembly. Eleazar, son of Aaron the priest, is to supervise the oil of the light source, the incense, the regular grain offering, the oil of anointment, the supervision of all the tabernacle and all that is in it, in the sanctuary and in its vessels. Yahweh spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, You must not cut off the tribe of the clan of the Kohathites from the midst of the Levites. Do this to them, and they will live and not die when they come near the most holy things. Aaron and his sons will go and appoint them, each one to his task and burden, but they must not go and look for a moment at the holy objects. Yahweh spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, Take a census of the descendants of Gershon also, according to their families and clans. From those thirty years old and above until fifty years old, you will muster them, all who come to help to do the work of the tent of assembly. This is the work of the clans of the Gershonites, to serve and to carry. They will carry the curtains of the tabernacle and the tent of assembly, and its covering, 
and the covering of fine leather which is on top of it, and the curtain of the doorway of the tent of assembly, and the curtains of the courtyard, and the covering for the doorway of the gate of the courtyard, which is all around on the tabernacle and altar, and their cords, and all the vessels of their work, and all that is done to them they will do. And all the work of the descendants of the Gershonites will be at the command of Aaron and his sons, for all they are to carry, and for all their work, and you will appoint to them responsibility for all they are to carry. This is the work of the clan of the descendants of the Gershonites, in the tent of assembly, and their responsibility lies under the direction of Ithamar, son of Aaron the priest. For the descendants of Merari, according to their clans, according to their families, you will muster them. From those thirty years old and above, until fifty years old, you will muster them, all who come to do the work of the tent of assembly. And this is the responsibility of those who are to carry all their work in the tent of assembly, the frames of the tabernacle and its bars, pillars and bases, and the pillars of the courtyard all around, and their bases, pegs and cords, with all their vessels and for all their work. You will appoint by name the vessels that they are responsible to carry. This is the work of the clan of the descendants of Merari, for all their work in the tent of assembly, under the direction of Ithamar, son of Aaron the priest. And Moses and Aaron mustered the leaders of the community, according to the house of their families, from those thirty years old and above until fifty years old, everyone who comes to the service to work in the tent of assembly. The ones counted were two thousand seven hundred and fifty. These were counted of the clans of the Kohathites, everyone who served in the tent of assembly, whom Moses and Aaron mustered, according to the command of Yahweh, by the hand of Moses. And the descendants of Gershon, counted according to their clans and according to their families, from those thirty years old and above until fifty years old, everyone who comes to the service to work in the tent of assembly, the ones counted according to their clans, according to their families, were two thousand six hundred and thirty. These were counted of the clans of the descendants of Gershon, everyone who serves in the tent of assembly, whom Moses and Aaron mustered, according to the command of Yahweh. Those counted of the clans of the descendants of Merari, according to their clans, according to their families, from those thirty years old and above until fifty years old, everyone who comes to the service to work in the tent of assembly. The ones counted, according to their clans, were three thousand two hundred. These were counted of the clans of the descendants of Merari, whom Moses and Aaron mustered, according to the command of Yahweh, by the hand of Moses. All those counted of the Levites, whom Moses and Aaron and all the leaders of Israel mustered, according to their clans, according to their families, from those thirty years old and above until fifty years old, everyone who comes to the service to do the work of the service, carrying in the tent of assembly, the ones counted were eight thousand five hundred and eighty. According to the command of Yahweh, by the hand of Moses, they were mustered, each man according to his service and according to his burden, and so they were counted by him, just as Yahweh commanded Moses. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. God is setting the camp in order. First, he numbered the fighting men and assigned their places around the camp. Then he numbered the Levites from one month old and above and took them in place of the firstborn of the people. Now he is assigning their duties. We had the general overview of their duties in chapter 3, but now we get details. 
They had to be between the ages of 30 and 50 to do the work. One reason is the physical nature of the work, so they had to have the strength for it. Another reason is the great importance, and even danger, of the work. The Kohathites were in charge of carrying the holy items inside the tabernacle and from the courtyard, but they were not allowed to look at or touch the holy items inside the tabernacle. So the priests had to prepare them ahead of time, and they had to be very careful. First, the priests would lower the curtain between the holy place and the most holy place and put it over the ark. Since even the priests were not allowed into the most holy place to look at the ark and the mercy seat, I'm sure that they had to do this very carefully. Then over the curtain, they would place fine leather. And over that, a pure blue cloth. Then they would cover the table of the presence with a blue cloth. And then a scarlet cloth. And finally, a leather covering. Then the lampstand. They would start with a blue cloth. Then a covering of fine leather. They would use a carrying frame for the lampstand and its utensils. Then the golden altar. They would start with a blue cloth. And then fine leather. They would take all of the items they used in the sanctuary and put them in a blue cloth, then fine leather, and then put them on a carrying frame. Then outside the tabernacle, they would remove the ashes from the altar and put a purple cloth over it, then put all of the utensils on it, and then cover it with fine leather. They would put the carrying poles on each of the items so that the Kohathites could carry them without touching the holy item itself. God says that if they touch the holy things, the Kohathites would die. Eleazar would supervise the tabernacle and all of its items. Yahweh tells them that the Kohathites must not even look at the holy things from the tabernacle for even a moment, or they will die. So this is very holy work. Then Yahweh commands a census of the men from each clan of the Levites who are between 30 and 50 for the work of carrying the tabernacle. The Gershonites will carry the soft cloth items like the tent curtains and the curtains of the fence around the courtyard. Ithamar will supervise this work. The Merarites will handle the solid parts of the tabernacle, the boards and the bars and the pillars and bases. Ithamar will also supervise this work. The Gershonites would handle the holy items from inside the tabernacle and the courtyard. In total, there were 8,580 Levites who would carry the tabernacle and all of the holy things. And now for a deeper dive. I don't think we have talked about the symbolism of colors in the Bible, and I don't know a lot about it, but I'll suggest some things here with these coverings. You will notice that everything inside the tabernacle got a covering of blue somewhere in the coverings. The altar got a covering of purple, and the table of the presence got an extra covering of scarlet. The tabernacle is a picture of heaven, the place of God's presence. And blue seems to be connected with God's presence. Perhaps it is connected with the sky being blue and God's place being above or in the heavens. When the Israelites saw God in Exodus chapter 24, starting verse 10, and they saw the God of Israel, and what was under his feet was like sapphire tile work and like the very heavens for clearness. The high priest had a blue garment, and blue with purple and gold in several places. In Exodus chapter 28, verse 31, And you will make the robe of the ephod totally of blue yarn. And the high priest was the only one allowed to go into the most holy place. So blue is connected with the presence of God. Then the purple cloth is associated with the altar of burnt offering. 
purple was very expensive, so it was associated with riches and royalty. Perhaps we could even say holiness. I'm not certain why it was the covering of the altar. Perhaps the red and the purple also connects it with the blood of the sacrifice? And finally, the scarlet covering is only used for the table of the presence. I have suggested that the table represents Jesus, and red represents his blood, the blood of the covenant. We saw how the Israelites painted with the blood of the Passover over their doorways so that they would be passed over and their firstborn would not die. So, these are some ideas about the colors, but I would encourage you to think more about it and not just take this as the full explanation. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.